0: Welcome
1: into this week of Missouri politics midweek update. We we'll give everybody a chance to come in, run a little late, but um, uh, you know, uh, kind of runs that way a little bit this time of year, busy time of year. Uh, gonna have a big show this week. going tape in Warrensburg at the University of Central Missouri. I would have my um, I would have my um, uh, University of Missouri Mule from uh, UCM. Don't have him around uh, today. I, I think is here. He's probably. He's probably taking him somewhere. Um appreciate your time. Let's get right into it. Big, big doings here going on. I'll dig right in. Let's start off uh, last night with sports book. Uh, sportsbook being a big deal for many, many folks. Look, here's the thing it's a double it's a double whammy. Uh, sportsbook I think has plenty of books to pass. Uh, people should just do it anyway. I mean, I don't even know why the government gets involved. Uh, the very small amount of your money the government doesn't take, they wanna tell you how to spend it. So if you ever go into a gas station, the real crux is a thing called VLTs. Um, if you go into a gas station sometimes or a bar or somewhere, over in the corner you'll see a couple old kind of run down looking slot machines. In my part of the deck was originally run down. <clears throat> so you, those are um legal in some places, not nobody knows really. I mean you could have you could have a bunch of lawyers and cops say they're legal, illegal. I think most of them say they have better things to do than care if you're gonna play in a gas station casino. Um but it's back and forth. It depends on whose box is getting gored. Casinos don't like it, but they can probably figure this out. Um, th- there's pool tabs. Now, I haven't bought a pool tab. I mean, honestly, I can't even remember that time I bought a pool tab. Um, I bought one. I actually used to see what they are when I heard this was an issue. They're made in Franklin County. Well, Franklin County is a very important place in this state right now. So there's is from there. Senator shots has a problem with VLTs. Could be connected, could not, if it's you ask. But until you do something with VLTs, your hostels isn't going to let anything gaggle and he's made that very clear. So I, I said a tweet, I saw this guy earlier in session. He was um, big, he was, he's everybody you think. He's a slick back New York lobbyist, come down. He had it all figured out, right? And I mean, they've been a lot of great work. The house has done a lot of great work on getting this ready to go. Uh, but we were just talking, he's a nice enough guy. He's telling me how he had it all figured out. I'm like, well, it's great. Have you ever heard of your old boy named Denny Hoskins? He goes, yeah, I've heard about him. We deal with those. We crushed him in every stage. Not, not even worried about him. I might be worried about it if I were you. Well, um, the House did their part. The House is a really good bill, get it all ready to go. But nobody really had took care of the issues that her hospitals had. So he has 39 amendments on the bill last night. It just, I asked the guy, I said, who do you have hired locally? You have a local lobbyist. He's like, ah, we're fine. I'm like, oh boy, here comes the New York guys in thinking they're going to pass bills. And it usually goes freaking terrible as it did here. Uh, I want to thank two folks, Courtyard by Marriott here in Jeff City. If you want to have an event, if you want to have a JV event, go to a JV hotel. It will suck. Your members will think that you are you don't care about them and you're low class. The people that come to speak will wish they went to a better place that actually had a good hotel. If you want the absolute best experience to have in Jeff City, you want to put on the absolute best experience, Courtyard by Marriott. They have, a, it's, it's, this, it's this old hospital property that overlooks the Capitol and the river Beautiful. They built it from scratch. It's a brand new hotel. Great parking. They have these little awesome carts that will drive you back and forth from downtown. Um, big Whiskey is just right across the street. Easy walk. The Capitol is an easy walk, but if you want, they'll buggy you across. It is absolutely the finest way to, if you're, if you're an association director and you want your members to have the best experience, take them there. They act like they, the staff wants you to be there. It's got everything you need right on site. It is uh, it is where it is where you go in Jeff City if you care about your folks you want to have a top notch experience it's the place if you want a JV experience go somewhere else uh, I think the uh, the guy old boy from New York got a JV experience when he came down thought he was going to roll Cinder Hoskins um, next thing let's talk about the we want to get to parking tickets and a big announcement but first I want to go tip sheet state Senate tip sheet so right now. You have um, 16 round Republicans, 10 Senate the Democrats, 7 Iowa Republicans, and the Whelan concept. in the Wieland. sip To my sign, my buddy Joan O'Dell from Papa Bluff got me this awesome Dale Hurt and Tim Hader Stein. If you can't pull wisdom out of that, I was drinking out of this when I did Pete Mundo's show. Go on my social media, where I told you everything's going to happen on sports, but I told you on Tuesday. You could Look, if you want to read the polls and start, it's fine. You should do that. They're great papers. And you can find out the news that ever happened. Or you can just go and listen to me and Pete Munger talk, and you can know the news, news two days in a row. Two days early. Be two days smart. You can be intimidated smarter. It better come out at number three. Or I'd be the intimidated. So we're looking at this year. There's seven open seats. Uh, six of them likely Republican. one won't be Democrat likely. Uh, the six, you, we would we, we kind of predict, I think, the round of is to be seventeen. Seven, um, I will 7 to Democrats 10. I will that's if uh, Senator Moon is a congressional race for Senator Bratton. That's a whole other problem. Uh, where Sinder, the round doesn't have those congressional races to worry about. The number one top, the top seat in the race is the, is the, is the as you replace Bob Harner, <clears throat> it's, it's going to be the top race from the, it's going to be the most expensive race. Um, look, Nick Shore has been laying the groundwork with right-wing folks for a very long time now. Uh, and he's been, he's, he's been raising money. Nick can operate in both worlds a little bit. He can operate in kind of your right winger, let's complain, on the Twitter world. And he can operate in the accomplishing things, as he's doing with the uh, – when he helped uh, get the Westville, uh, Westville uh, auto plant uh, locked in. But uh, he, he's in a spot where he's a decent fundraiser. He's got an advantage. He's got a, a mega-donor that – you know, you can start naming mega-donors. You don't really name Rick Pogue in that necessarily. But for Nick Shore, he's wrote a legit check. Uh, they're very close. And uh, I think, you know, it's, it's the fundraising race with Senator Weman or with uh, maybe he says a, a foreshadowing, of Senator Wieman. Uh, he's got about a quarter million. Nick's got a little bit more. Uh, that's, uh, as far as the actual raising money, the Rick Pope check is, is, is the difference in that race. About an $80,000 difference going in. This am just going to come down to two things. Number one, I mean, normally, I always felt like, you size up a race without naming two people, you give me the person that's further to the right, that has some activist support, they can win with less money, normally. Now, John Weeman has a ton of deep support. He has the, the depth of the support, for sure. Your Republicans that have been, that, that have actually put up a J.S. Trump side and a John Haskell side, that have put up a Wardla and a Matt Bloss side, those folks are, uh, those folks are, are Weebit folks. Uh, some of your other folks... Uh, more new to the party, you're louder, more maybe angry, aggressive. Uh, activist folks are going to be more shorter folks. So, women has his own group of activists, a little more stable, a little more than they're longer. I guess would be not sure to say it. End of the day, there's this Right path Pack, and I believe that's this is if Right Pack, what I've read about it and heard about it, it's this large pack that a bunch of folks have come together. Their goal is four million dollars. They're well on their way to that. To elect people to the state legislature that that um, that two plus two equals four, more sensible folks. They feel like this is their race. Uh, this is your put up or shut up race. I mean, you have uh, John Wiener would be a senator that would be very much like what they would like. Uh, I don't think Nick Shore would be quite the opposite of that. But this is sort of where it comes down, and and, and this is kind of everything they talked about. If, they, if the business community comes in for for John Weil He's right there. Uh, if they don't, uh, if if they don't, then it's a very nipping tough race. If if Rick Polk comes in for Nick Short and matches the rest of the business community, and he can bring in some other money from some other cause that have supported conservative Congress folks in the past, some folks that he considered honors endorsement, very influential endorsement there. I mean that now you're talking it's it's a tight race. I mean, it's gonna come up at the end of the day, I think, who any's up. I do think that because of the way the race lands, uh, Representative Weeman's going to need a little more money, but he's got access to a little more money. So it's very hard to say he's going to win that. It's probably going to come down to some of the, some of the statements that have been made. Do people follow through on them? If they do, I mean, it's, a, it's, it's who knows. You know, it, it's does this, 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 Nick's main guy match his business community folks? And, and whoever, if, that, if both of those happen, it's a toss-up. If only one of those happens, then one of them's got an advantage. <laughs> Senator um, I saw a poll that showed um, uh, former Representative Jeff Rort, Television Jones, Jeff Rorta leading. I believe that. If you look at if you get the name ID, totally believe that. Um, then you, Mary uh, Elizabeth Coleman, probably the most talented on the other side, the Republican side. She's great on camera, great on the doors. She's got a history of doing her doors. Uh, Dan Shaw's got a real good claim to some of that traditional Republican support. Um, Shane Rhodes going to have to. Uh, uh, Shane going to have to click in and raise money, right? I mean, right now, if you're Shane Rhodes, you obviously have support in your house district, no question. He does, um, and he's going to he's going to make a play for public safety. He's been in public safety uh, his career, uh, and he's supported them in the legislature. <laughs> um, Rorta, obviously is a cop. That's how you know it. he's a cop. If anybody can make the transition, Jeffrey. This gives me about two questions. One. Mary Coltman, Coleman, can she get far enough ahead of, of Dan Shaw early to where nobody kind of comes to Dan? Can she help Dan Shaw not raise money by maybe showing some ways she can get ahead? If she can do that, then she's probably the favorite. If not, I mean, Jeff Roard has put his own money in. Does someone from the right path pack come after Representative Coleman? Can she get an, enough ahead that that doesn't happen? Uh, I don't know the answer to that. If Shane Roden, if he starts raising money and getting support, he'll cut into to probably Jeff Rorto. Um, I think it would be interesting. I think Dan Shaw can come in and be a real factor, or if, but he's got to raise a lot. And people give you the money where they think you can win. That's just the truth. So it, to me, it's, it kind of, there's kind of two primaries here. Is Camarillo's going to get far, far enough ahead of Dan Shaw or or, or not ahead at all and let people think that she's the favorite? or can, um, And then look, Jeff Rorta is going to is put money in his campaign. I think he's going to put more. I think this is important to Jeff Reward. The question he has is, did he leave the Democrat island too too late? Um, you saw a lot of Jeff Co. democrats with Trump become Jeff Co-Republicans, rabid Trump Republicans. I'm not sure they're even Republicans, but they're Trump Republicans. Did Jeff wait too long? And I think that's going to be the question that when this is over, did you, should Jeff Reward have left the, the day Trump won? And if he would have, would he have won? I think if he comes up short, I think that's going to be the, the thing people look at. But Jeff Reward is definitely a factor I would say Rorta and Coleman right there. The other thing is, if, if, if Richard Coleman gets some support from some of your Conservative Caucus money, does some other money come in for, for Shaw or Rorta? I don't know. So it's going to come down to money. It's a suburban district. You got to have money to win. You got to doors. We'll see who, we'll who does it. 26. I uh, love this. This is where we're getting my man, Missouri Matmaker. He, um, he did a lot of cool stuff here. He changed up a bunch of the. Um, he went and took the new Senate district and done them by media market, and he did them by, uh, by county. Which, if you know, if you, if you listen to this, suburban districts can be issues and all kinds of stuff, like the first two. Expensive, nobody knows anybody, it's a cul de sac, whatever. But uh, rules are kind of where you're from, where's your kin folks from, where's your daddy from. Oh, do you know this little boy that does the same things you do? So here you took uh, St. Louis, was a huge part of the district before, it was St. Louis and Franklin. This is about the primary vote split. Uh, now it's four percent. It's got a little bit of Eureka, I think, in there. Uh, Franklin County is about sixty, and then you've got Warren County with twenty, no i of guess he can split it up. Um I you know Bob Jones, business guy, charismatic dude, older guy, uh can raise money, got of Rolodex, and he hit it up. Uh, he's gonna have the most money in this race. Nate Tate, energetic guy, if I had to predict, he can run an energetic campaign, maybe mix some play for some labor money. <clears throat> if he gets if he gets close to some polls, I think he could get it. Now you have to think, Jones and Tate might be fishing on the same pump. Um, ben Brown, uh, hardworking dude, hustling guy. Uh, I, I, I thought from the beginning he had an advantage. Now, the district was not – the, the redistrict didn't know favors. You think every piece of St. Louis County was probably fertile territory. He he, he was a big proponent of getting rid of masks. He owns a restaurant, so obviously he won't bother people. Um, so, I, think, I mean, it's, it's obviously all the choices are generally too close to tell. Um if I'm, if you're that right path, are you going to invest in Bob Jones or Nate Tate? You're going to attack Nate. Ben Brown, if you're Ben Brown, where are you getting the money from? He, he's going to provide some conservative caucus money, uh, but he's hustling, So I, that's why he's got a chance to win that. Uh, uh, SD10, this is about a little bit of everything, man. Then you got my card, My man comes in. Hilarious. Uh, so Lincoln County, 40%. Oden Pike is under 10. Montgomery is roughly 10. Calloway County is a quarter of the district. And then Winsville is about 20% of the district. Now Winsfield, it, here's the thing about the reason I, I wrote this. I mean, this is the district drawn for Randy Pikesman. I mean, I, if you just sit here, Representative, you draw your district. He drawn this, I think. Uh, Travis Fitzwater is a guy who's going to get a ton of support out of folks that know the legislature will follow it. Brian Spencer, hustling dude, works for, Put a put hundred grand of his own money in. Jeff Porter going to make a big play for traditional Republican support out of Montgomery County. He will. He will own Montgomery County. It'll be a race for second, and how big does that second pie get? Then you got Mike Carter, Winsville Judge, all personality, out, out. you can't even imagine. Um, here's the thing. If you're in Winsville and Lincoln County, not that many people in Lincoln County right now are from Lincoln County originally. And no one's from Winsville, let's just be honest. So those folks aren't going to have this, like, Travis Fitzwater is going to dominate Calvary County. Porter will dominate Montgomery. Pikes will do very well in Pike and probably do a very, good. I mean, a lot of, if you, if you grew up in Lincoln County, some people did you're, Randy Pike's going to have a great great claim on those votes. But the, the toss-up here is going to be all the people that moved to Winsville. no one's from Winsville, ever, right? I mean, no. And Lincoln County's grown so much, I mean, you by definition you can't have that kind of growth because everybody in Catholic has a dozen kids. you got to get that growth of people moving there. Uh, which, so they don't have the ties to a, the name Pikesman, if you grew up in Lincoln County, you would. And then Pam Huck killed two people that probably would be Pikesman supporters, so... Uh, but back to this, I, I mean, I, I think that Travis Lewiswater's got a great shot. Peitzman, if, if you're telling me the people that have moved in Lincoln County in the last 10 years all know like Randy Peitzman, and this race might be over, um, but if Mike Carter, puts half a million dollars in, maybe he spends it. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't. Hard to say anymore. I mean, these races are tough. But if, if Carter comes in and gets a big chunk of Winsville and some of those new folks in Lincoln, if he spends that money – I mean, all of a sudden Travis Fitzwater's got a much better shot. Jeff Porter, he can put together a lot of traditional school folks and and, you know, it'll be this race is impossible. I don't know how you'll call this. Uh the the, the first question gonna be do the people that newly moved to Lincoln County, they know Randy Python. If they do, major advantage for him. If they don't, which I would say there's no way they all could, because the growth has been so astronomical, then could Mike Carter's money cut into that? Totally. Could Travis Fitzwater own Callaway County? Jump over to Winsville in Southern Lee County and raise the most money and buy this election by mailing the heck out of people. Yeah, I mean if you're Travis Fitzwater, you got to think I want the money lead and then I own my own county because people are going to vote for their own guy. Then they go over to Lincoln and, and Winsville and just mail the heck out. Of them. I mean that that sounds like a very good path to win. Um, then the twentieth, uh, interesting race. You got and again reserve Mapper, great guy on Twitter. Uh, I'll have him tagged in the description of this. Um, you have, uh, Senator, Bur- or Senator Burleson's running. He's got Senator, I'm sorry, Senator Burleson's seat. Representative Trent, Brian Gellner, he owns a beer distributorship. It's, it's not, it's not what you would call the, the king of beers. It's another one, but he's a good guy nonetheless. Look at that Rolodex. He's got, he's got almost $400,000 on hand for this race. He knows, he's got a Rolodex and he knows how to use it, right? Um, Webster, this is going to be a Green County race. 60% of the districts green. Fifteen percent, Barton and Dane, and then a quarter of this this district, Webster County, and Webster County folks are pissed off and fired up. They the the Senate messed with the congressional district in Webster County. I don't even understand why they did that. I mean, it really made very little sense to me. It was just a screwball deal. Um, so they're pretty interested, and I would say the more ticked off the folks in Webster County are, the better that's going to be for an establishment person. Now, which was the establishment person? You would know, maybe say honor, maybe Trent. I mean, Curtis Trent is a, he's a really smart dude. So I don't know that I necessarily just reflectively put him in any one camp or the other. Uh, Curtis Trent has tons of the – if you're an activist been around, you're going to be with him. Uh, he's got tons of support. You would maybe not think that Jay Watson running would be the best thing for him, but I do think a lot of the folks in the Jay Watson operation are friendly with Curtis Trent. And a lot of folks in the activist community that might not even be for Watson covers. Or Flavor Kurtz. Um And also, Gelmer, running for office is hard, man. It's really hard. So how does he take to running for office? I mean, I've met him. He's, he's a really nice guy. He, I mean, he totally did this well. How he takes You're going to know more about this. This is a chance. This will come into focus after session when they're both out on the trail. And when they are, and then then you're going to be able to tell a lot by Mike Cunningham. If Mike Cunningham has one of their signs in his front yard, anywhere around his 18. I bet, I bet you if you drive driving Mike Cunningham's house, there's like 18 Jay Watson's house like a billboard. But if there's one little Senate side wedge in there, that's going to be a big deal. Mike Cunningham, Mike Cunningham, and Ron Richard are probably working harder for Jay Watts than they did for themselves. Uh, so if you can tap into that and maybe get any help from from Mike Cunningham right now in Webster County, you could be a Senator. The Great Northwest, Dan Hangeman's seat, big shoes to fill. One of the most respected people that came to that state in a long time. If you can find a way to not like Dan Hangeman, it's probably you. Uh, the district, this, we got some, this is an interesting one here. So, um, there's no no county has more than 10%. Andrew and Clinton both have about 10% of this primary vote. Uh, Sharon over there, um, Livingston, For You're you really going to have Rusty Black. Here's the name of Rusty Black. And this is how I break this down. We got a, a profile. You're going to learn some cool stuff about Jackson next week. But in this race, Rusty Black has the axiom endorsement. Or they, he... I don't know if they hired him or he hired them, but somehow they're together. And I'm telling you, they've owned this district since I was in junior high school. Since Republicans get elected to it, since Sam Graves took it. I mean, I I they have an advantage, right, when you have when you have that. They know they know everybody up there, they're they're very well versed in this. They know how to make these things work. Uh uh, so it's gonna be said, he's puts some of his own money in. If I put some more in, you're gonna learn his bags. Back, backstory is so interesting. Very cataract surgery, you're gonna like probably Jefferson Douglas Johnson he's got part of that he's he, he's actually in that Buchanan part he's got Andrew uh, so Andrew and the camera right there together uh, it's gonna to be very interesting to me I, I think it's almost impossible race to call right now Except I would say Rusty Blaston have a bunch of students plus he knows every FFA teacher which if you're in rural Missouri you know the FFA teachers right up there it's a Trinity but if it was a quartet the FFA guy would be there know the Trinity in rural Missouri so we'll see again you have a conference, do yourself a favor. Don't don't have a crappy conference. D- d- do the right thing. Do right by your members. Go to Courtyard by Marriott, the newest hotel. Trust me, you're going to thank me. You're going you're to text me and say, if I'm going to send you a because I went to the courtyard, and instead of having crappy, chewy bacon and rubber chicken in a bland room with with rooms that smell bad, we're to the courtyard. My members actually want to come back. I can actually get them to call their legislators now because they want to come down because we say the courtyard, it's the move. So now we're getting into those of the open seats, but Tracy McCurdy's seat. Uh, Bartlett has a game. Like Jamie Irby, if Jamie Irving wasn't running this race, I don't think I would care. But as a guy who can put money in, so it's going to be a good year for Republicans. Tracy's going to be the favorite. We'll see. Let's get into these primaries. So Justin Brown's got a primary. Again, this map was just, I mean, honestly, it was like 12 olds and crayons. Um, Phelps and Darren very similar communities in Mary's. That's going to be about... Look at about half the district there. Pulaski, but Pulaski's always a little inflated because you've the, the military base. So not a lot of, not as many rooted in Pulaski as you'd think. Laclede County, where his opponent, Representative uh, Pollock is from. <coughs> a, little, a little more the, the fourth of the district. And Wright County is about 15%. Uh, you're not going to be an Senate incumbent, but we'll see. Uh, she's going to need money. So where does she get that money from? I mean, if you're a conservative caucus, you you know, this comes down to there was a contribution given by Bill Iger, but Bill is never more popular than when he got a bunch of money dumped against him, right? And when he did, everybody in politics said that's that's wrong, that's not right. And Bill Eichel, I don't think is the kind of guy that would, would take people feeling that way then give money to somebody running as an incumbent. I just don't see him that kind of guy. <clears throat> so I don't think the conservative caucus backs her. Um, it would be the most hypocritical thing since well ever if they did. Um, so I don't know where she gets money from. That's always the question. I mean, she's on the campaign show being really vitriolic and negative. I'm not sure well how well that plays when it's the candidate themselves saying all nasty things to a room full of folks that don't know her. I mean if the first time you meet somebody, they come out are just, just mean and nasty. I, I don't I mean that's not my thing, but maybe, you know, I'm not a good enough Republican. Um, I guess today to be a good Republican to hit your wife and kid, right? people in uh, Franklin, I'm talking about. Um, so, I mean, I, I think it'd be just too much money to overcome. Wright County, I mean, uh, it, Wright County has no ties to any part of this district. Uh, Justin Brown is a cattle farmer, so I'm pretty sure, and a farmer. I'm pretty, pretty sure they know how to talk. Um, the Pollock name is very good in in the uh, Fleet County. Uh, I, I think this may be a case. Of the the interesting part, if you go to the Missouri Times with the tip sheet, big picture of Dick Webster on that uh the St. Louis media market is Ralla, right? Super expensive to spend money in. The Springfield media market is 70% of the district. Um, it's expensive, but to get into Ralla and run like TV, it's going to be super tough to get in there. And keep in mind, you have a U.S. Interface. It's going to be by every minute of everything. So, I mean, the best way to get known is TV. If you, but you got a lot of money. Justin Brown has a lot of money to go, you know, TV in Lebanon and in Wright County um she doesn't have money in nobody has money to get the Luis media market I mean good Lord. there's no way you can afford that so I think he's a, he's a likely winner but she's gonna make it work uh this summer um let's talk about Lincolnoff and Mike ser primary opponents um you know not, uh both have a reason to run Angela Romine won a city council race uh it's almost a civic cause down in um in uh in in uh, Springfield to support Lincoln Huff. Uh, he's probably two weeks away from having the best first term I've ever seen of a senator uh, post-term limits. Now, again, his opponent had to resign from the city council. And I don't think she even knew that, because she filed. I don't think anybody told her that, if I had to guess. And look, if you're telling me that Lincoln Huff has maybe found somebody to piss off you folks with be a smart ass back home, okay, I believe that. But I mean, the fact is, the entire civic community understands the value of him serving And I I think it's it's almost one of those things, even if you're a Democrat, you might switch over to cause problems. You're not gonna switch over because I mean it's almost a civic cause to see him succeed because of the success he's had the first three years. So I mean uphill fight. She hasn't won an election before, that's always something I look at, but interesting. Senator Sierpoy, it's bizarre. Senator Sierpoy votes for every every right wing thing possible. But people, some right-wingers think he's not right-wing enough. Lorne this this, Arthur gives some great advice to Republicans. You can never be right-wing enough. In a, state, in a one-party state where the Democrats cannot seem to win anything unless you're Lorne Arthur or Scott Simpson or Doug Beck, can't win anything that's competitive. You can't be right-wing enough. And that's, I think, what Mike Sirpoy has. But um, uh, one of his opponents uh, seems, you know, uh, politically active. We'll see. Then the extra one... Uh, Mike Burns is running. Let me just say this: <clears throat> If you're running against Mike Burns in a Cole County district, he personally is blood kinned about three fourths of the phone book. Eh, two thirds. The Burns part of the phone book, the phone was like this thick of Burns Gators. It's just you're not going to beat a guy like that. He's going to have tons of money. So, but this has guy, nice guy, right? It's a very this a guy I've heard from. He's a really nice dude. He was in the military. He's a chaplain. Nice guy. Let me just take you from a, a side knowledge, right? Yes, it just confirmed to me that if you're running as a investigator in Hill County, you're going to lose. That's just what's up. So, this guy, running for office is also really hard. I know you see some people and you think they're dumb because they disagree with you or whatever, and some people like that, They but it's hard to run for office. This guy gets on his radio and I like Austin Peters in the show because Austin has like a, a train of logic about what he does and it's consistent. Now, if you listen to his show, you can almost predict what he's going to do because he's consistent. But, this guy did not listen to his show. So Austin gets on and asks you about pot. Do you think you should have a regulated pot or just, you know, sell it everywhere? And he says you shouldn't sell it at all, which is why right. most people his age that are Republicans, I, yeah, that's not a crazy view. <clears throat> so what about alcohol? He goes, well, we need to look at that. And I'm like, oh, this is on Lent, Fish Fry Friday in Catholic German Central Missouri. I'm like, oh. It's hard to run for office. Don't let anybody comes in and encourage you to run for office to tell you it's not hard to run for office. We tell you what's not hard. Going to the courtyard by Marriott for your conference. If you're coming to Jeff City, do yourself a favor. Don't stay somewhere that sucks. Stay in a good place. Stay in a place that works. Stay in a place that will be. Stay in a place that um, stay in a place that you're gonna enjoy the experience. They're gonna take care of you, get you in the cabin, get you in a restaurant, wherever. Uh, tell them you know Scott They eh, Better tell the right person you know Scott Fawn, and they'll take care of you. I'm serious. Call today. If you, if you trust me, if you text me, you all know I get on me. Uh, try it. Try it one time, and it's going to be. There's certain things that are just better. It's like if you you can drink a Coors Light and you're like, eh, whatever, not whatever. Drink that Bud Light, Bud Light, and you're like, oh my god, this is so much better. This is like the Bud Light of Gem City hotels. It's where you want to be. Click on the link down below and check it out. Do yourself a favor. Uh, that's the thing. Um, the show this week from University of Central Missouri, this week in Missouri Politics, we're going to have on Carrie Engel, Representative Mike Kafner, Representative Brad Paula, a mystery guest. I think it might be the white guy of the Missouri Republican Party, Mike Kafter. Uh We're talk a lot. We may have Denny Hoskins on. It kind of depends on how on the Senate talks. So if I have to bet on how on the Senate will talk on a getaway Thursday with, with two weeks left, uh, he may not be on in time, but if you guys are going to talk sports book and every guy I know that's, that's texting me about sports book, and I've tried to explain this to them, they don't know what a pull tab is, they don't know VLT is. We'll break that down. And Monday, big announcement, big big announcement. I got the uh, the Letterman jacket. You see the Neelyville High Letterman jacket. i uh, Willington Napoleon High School. Big things announcement. Monday morning, join me live right here, 10 a.m. I go 10 a.m. We're gonna break out the big announcement. is gonna be awesome and well, let's do it. In a minute. Let's do it. High noon. High noon Monday. The show comes out. reserve vibrance. You're going to absolutely love it. I kids. I'm excited. I'm excited about this as I've been anything in so long. So we're going to break that down for you. We'll release that out Monday. Let's do high noon, uh, and we will see you Sunday on *Las politics. Love that. It's a side. Thank you.